0: what's up you guys hey. your girl nia jane here and i'm with the lovely and beautiful pamela and nicole hey y'all this is our very first episode of dynasty sea queens, queens. Woo! We're yeah. first time, guys. long time in the making how many years hun? girl it's been about three years it's been three years in the making yes so we're finally here and this is going to be a very lit interactive type of Environment. Girl, it's going to be a vibe. For sure. We're going to talk to a lot of really interesting, um, cool people. And just share, you know? It's all about positivity. Let's uplift our other queens. Absolutely. Can I get an email? And our kings too. And our kings, but <laughs> For sure. <laughs> we uplifted everybody, okay? That's what this show is all about. Amen. So let's get into it. A little bit about like ourselves. A little bit of background. My name is Nia J. I'm originally from Houston, Texas. But I do currently reside in ATL, Georgia. Ooh. Where are all my ATL aliens at? Mm -hmm. Where are my Houstonians at? Hey, There we go. (laughs) Um, So you probably see me in some of your favorite music videos that are out right now. I'm a published model. I'm an actress. And now I'm a moderator. Me and my girls. So we're here just to bring a little insight to the people. Absolutely. Little opinions and stuff. Don't hate us for our opinions now. Don't add Everybody, us. everybody is entitled, <laughs> right? Don't add, <laughs> us. don't add us. Like, okay, just appreciate the vibe. Indeed, you know what I'm saying. So you want to go ahead and get into it? Yeah, sort of like, you know, just tell the people who you are. Absolutely, this is beautiful hello, woman right hello. Here. I am Pamela Nicole. I am a professional model based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Originally from Houston, so you already know what's up. Traveling model, do gigs here and there. Also, do product review for brands like Sephora, Ulta. And, you know, just try to get like really good, positive word about, you know, all kinds of like cosmetics, food, you know, all different types of things. That way y'all are aware of what's really out there for the community, you know, for sure. Absolutely. So what's our first topic? Oh, let's toast. Toast to you, baby. Toast to you. Toast to a wonderful conversation that we're about to have. And one more toast to you. Us, to our audience, we love you. Thank Indeed. you so much for subscribing. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. And rocking with us this whole entire time. And rocking with us through our first episode. Y'all bear with us. It's our very first episode, <laughs> so maybe be a little a little rocky, but we're going to... We, we got this. We're going to try it through. <laughs> so what's our, what's our first topic that we're touching tonight? You know, we had that conversation a couple days ago about how important mental health is in the Black community. And I feel like it's such a taboo topic to talk about. Like people just act like they're super proud and, oh, I don't need help. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I got this. I don't need anybody to like aid me in Mm -hmm. whatever struggles that you're going through in life. You know, so many people have gone through so much traumatic stuff in their childhood, adolescent years that they haven't dealt with. Mm -hmm. And they go into their adult years. And I'm a firm believer in ending any generational curses. And I think therapy definitely would aid in ending those generational curses. I really just feel like there's just a sense of pride in our community where people just, it's, what am I trying to say? It's okay to ask for help. And a lot of people just don't understand the concept of saying, hey, just to a friend, to a family member, you know, to someone they trust, like, I need help with whatever it is that they are dealing with in life. Right, absolutely. Um, to continue with where she left off, I feel like it's a generational curse. I feel like this goes all the way back to, like, slavery. Um, mm-hmm. We were kind of like, it's in our, I guess people say it's embedded in our DNA to be strong, be resilient. You you know, the church, all of that, which is great. But sometimes you do, you do need professional um, counseling along with, you know, whatever your religious affiliation is. um, It was bred in us to like be really, you know, like I said, resilient. Like we didn't have a place to like get that mental stimulation that we needed. Just think about how it was back then, like in the fields, you're, you know, working all day, you have like one day off and it's like you, it's embedded in you to just, just deal with, deal with bullshit. And to work, work. And to work and work. So bringing it further, like, to where we are today, it's like I feel the Black community does not feel that we are entitled to feel. Does that make sense? Agreed. It's like we're not entitled to feel. I feel like other races, they get a pass. Like, you know, they say other races are have higher uh, rates of suicide or whatever it may be. But the actual fact of the matter is that We suppress those issues all the time. Like, I just don't feel that we're getting that as a culture, as a people. We're not tapping into who we really are. And we're not getting that mental stimulation, that, you know, reassurance that it's going to be okay. Agreed. And looking present day, honestly, you look at the amount of, like, violence in adolescence that we're dealing with in the United States. Mm -hmm. How much it's rising. And what are the parents? What are those children's parents doing to just minimize the violence, minimize, yeah. you know, the, the school shootings, mm-hmm. you know, anything, the suicide, like you said, Yeah. what are the parents doing to aid their kids? Cause you have a lot of children that they just don't have either one parent or both in some cases. So they grow up and they're thinking, Oh, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And they hold all that anger in and you end up with, you know, Kids that are (laughs) your school shooters and just doing things that just don't make sense. Like, I I really try to look at things from both, like, the middle ground and uh, different perspectives because a lot of people say, oh, well, what the hell was wrong with that kid? And it's just like, do you know his backstory? Do you know what he went through as a child Mm -hmm. to create what people would say is the monster he has become today? Here's my opinion on what you just said. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel like school shootings are our MO. I don't feel that's us. Mm-hmm. And looking from the outside in, I feel some of those communities that may take part more so in yeah. that type of activity, they're kind of known for getting that that medical, that, you know, that psychological assessment or mm-hmm. speaking with a the therapist. And still, you know... It's still an issue. I don't feel that's our struggle. I mean... There was like the D.C. sniper back in the day, but I don't, yeah. I don't feel that's our particular struggle. I feel we have a lot of internal issues, um, like all of the killings and stuff and mm-hmm. a lot of our like inner cities. But all of that, y'all, it's like, it's a lot going on up here yes. and people are not taking accountability. So um, people are not taking accountability for their actions and it all, it's it's a perpetual cycle. I feel it starts from, you know, childhood, adolescence, into adulthood. And it's just, as a culture, we're not getting what we need. So what do you, I have a question for you. Sure. Kim, what do you think are some things that we can, like, implement to, like, change the dynamic? So we can, it's not embarrassing to be like, I need help. What are some things we can, like, implicate? As far as, like, my thought process on it, it goes so much deeper than just, like, a personal thing. Yeah. The schools need to be more involved in these children. You know, as a school, like if say you were a school teacher and you, you notice different patterns of children, mm-hmm. you're going to want to like say something. You're going to want to, you know, right. help yeah. and aid these kids that feel like they don't have anyone to turn to. So I definitely feel like the school districts need to implement some kind of like counseling mm-hmm. or therapy class, even like mm-hmm. have like a period just set aside for children you know, even if they don't feel like they have any, any ongoing issues, yeah. it's always good and healthy to talk about whatever's on your mind, because you never know if that could escalate into a bigger issue later on in life. That's true, too. So, continue what you're saying, I believe in that that phrase, it takes a village to oh. raise a child. Like, I feel like we've lost a little bit of that, too, that kind of camaraderie we had as a community. Um, and I feel like in order to get that back, we have to understand, like, we have to join forces and understand that it is okay. It is okay to, you can start off small, talk to a relative, talk to a friend, talk to an elder. You know, they say the elders are the wise ones, you Mm -hmm. know, let's talk to some people who've lived a little bit before we try to handle things ourselves. Um, of course it's an issue with black men and black women, Mm -hmm. people of color. It's like, we just don't know how to ask for help. Indeed. Without feeling some type of like like we're being judged, if that makes sense. Understandable. And I just feel like, like I said, it's been like bread into us over the course of time. Like just it's crazy. So and I'm gonna ask you the same question. What would you mm-hmm. consider to be like an outlet or just some kind of um focal point in changing like what what would you say I like what you said about um, like those counseling programs in school Mm -hmm. but I think it really needs to be centered like an inner city because I feel Mm -hmm. there's such a lack like some of the schools in better developed communities they have you know those counselors they have the resources Mm -hmm. they have those programs kids who feel they have nothing to strive for nothing to live for (laughs) you know it's a lot it's a lot when you come from nothing Mm -hmm. what do you have to look forward to if all you see is people like gangbanging or whatever, you know, selling drugs and stuff in the street to make a living and you don't see your people going to college or Ivy League and, you know, becoming successful, then right. what the hell, you know, your mindset is already in a different place. It's not where it should be. It's not where it should be. Okay, yeah. So you're coming into the, the whole game just already fucked up mentally. So I feel it's a perpetual cycle. I feel like we have to, like, do something as a community. Agreed, agreed. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so hard because every city is different. You have different yeah, dynamics. Like That's true. Of north versus like down south. You know, it just really depends on, like, the full, like, dynamic of our demographic, you know? I guess, I mean, I guess that's true, too. So, if you are a person of color who maybe grew up in Alaska or... Montana, or a place (laughs) where you have those resources, you may have a better opportunity than someone who grew up in the inner city or a different type of a place in the United States. Um, But at the same time, we have to start to look out for ourselves. Um, I even think since a lot of uh, Black Americans are really into the Christian faith or into the church, Mm -hmm. have some type of council base set up in the church You know, someone who's maybe not so uh, preachy and not so religious or judgmental character to that kid. Someone they can relate to. Maybe some of the celebrities, like, from local communities, if... And I know I see it sometimes, like, people like Nipsey Hussle and people really gave back to the community. But I feel if more people, more influential people, took a stand and said, Okay, I want to be a voice for the young people. I want to tell them, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. I... You know, went to counseling. I've had therapy. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It does not make you a nutcase. It doesn't make you crazy. It makes you human. And it's okay to have feelings, right? It's okay, okay to have feelings. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to talk to people about what you're going through. Period. And then right? that, like, include on that, you're talking about, like, celebrities. A lot of songs that we hear nowadays on the radio. What are they usually talking about? Sex. Violence. <laughs> sex. <laughs> you know? These kids are growing up, listening to this, and what are they taking from it? What positive, you know, motive are they taking from rap songs, per se, that they're hearing from various artists, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I really feel like, you know, our rappers, present-day singers, talk about, you know, therapy. Talk about your struggles and, like, how you overcame that, because, you know, you went from Raps to Riches. Explain. Don't talk about, like, the guns and, like, the things you have and, like, the clout. Like, talk about the journey. And I really think a lot of rappers have lost sight of the journey. That's that. really important because a lot of the time you'll hear the rappers, you know, in their song. They're talking about, yeah, you know, I got the new whatever, Maybach's parked outside and I got all the jewelry and stuff. I'm decked out, living this, like a boss. But how mm-hmm. did you get to that point? What did you do? It's not relatable You're just talking about that. Yeah. To... Because you have a lot of people, even with I can relate that to like the social media impact. Mm-hmm. Like when people see influencers, they think, "Hey, this is real life." There's a lot of behind the scenes smoke and mirrors you don't you guys don't see. Like we don't have perfect lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We both have a significant amount of followers, but we're human beings. We're not mm-hmm. perfect. We're not just on ten all the time. You know Indeed. what I'm saying? Indeed. So we are here to let the world and you guys know that it is okay. We are human beings as well. And we go through things and we are not perfect. So, enough said with that. It's like, yes. I feel, like we said, celebrities and people of influence should explain to the people in communities. Like, it is okay. Can you need to talk to somebody. Don't hold it to yourself. Yes. Explain that journey that you went on. Because you never know who that's going to affect. Think about, what was, was it? She was in Miss America. Young girl committed suicide a couple months ago. Ooh. Who was she? Miss Universe? Yeah, she, is, she is Miss Universe. Beautiful woman. Yes. She was Miss Universe. I forgot what city or state she was from, but long story short, all these accolades to her name for the past six years, mm. you know, I think she had a job working for extra yeah. as a news correspondent or whatever. She did. Jumped off of, what, a 12-story so building? building. Mm-hmm. And people so were bad. like, what in the world? This girl was beautiful. She was getting to the back. She had, you know, yeah. the world at her hands, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't know what was going on in her mind. That's true. Something something got mixed up along the way. At some point in time, she needed to be like, I need help. But she didn't know who to talk to. Talk to. to. So when you feel you don't have an outlet, then what do you do? You either self-medicate, you hurt yourself, or you hurt the people that you love. love. So it's like, that's a really good example of, you know? Yeah. You just don't really know what's going on inside that person. You can't really always judge a book by its cover. Because it's a lot of we deal with a lot of bullshit so agreed <laughs> you know what i'm saying Yeah. so i don't know i just feel that we need to start coming together as a people we need to stand up for one another and i feel a little as generations and generations start to carry on that love that we're giving each other yes. embracing one another it's going to make a difference it really will i feel i feel so I'm positive. That's how I feel. You are positive. (laughs) I try to be. I'm not always positive. Like, like I said, I'm a human being. I wake up on the wrong side of the bed. I have bad days, like everybody. Indeed. But I just feel you have to learn how to talk to people. If you bottle that stuff up. I'm going to (laughs) say, you know, like, what is it when you put baking soda inside the, remember the school volcanoes and stuff? Oh, yeah. What is it? Vinegar, baking soda. Baking soda, yeah. you have volcanic eruption. And that happens with a lot of people. And I feel that with men, that can correlate to violence Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with so much. I'm broke. I'm hungry. Let me rob a corner store. Whatever it is. Let me hold somebody at gunpoint. And if it goes wrong, boom. Yeah. You know? Your life changes in an instant. Your life changes and then you're impacting your mama and them. Your family is sad because guess what? You about to spend 25 years to like locked up over some bullshit. That you could have just simply talked about. Could have talked to somebody. Mm -hmm. You know? And same with women. Like, let's, you know, let's kind of switch gears a little bit. Yeah. That's one thing. There's a lot of other, a lot of other issues. Cause we're kind of like talking about more so like depression, and suicidal thoughts, but let's talk about, cause you have children, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about when you're carrying that baby, you're excited and I, I'm not a mother yet. So you have to, I'm going to let you get into this one, <laughs> that experience of, okay, you have a child and now you're feeling like, you know, I'm not sexy anymore, I'm not beautiful, um, What's that? Postpartum. Postpartum Postpartum depression. Depression. Yes. That is a real issue in the black community with Mm. women of all races, all walks of life, all ethnicities. Doesn't matter. Women deal with this issue. Absolutely. Did you ever experience any of that or you know anyone who did? You know, I did with my oldest. I did have significant, like, depression. Even before she was born, I I dealt with a lot of depression, Um, finding out late. In the pregnancy that i was actually pregnant just having to come through and just deal with all those emotions like yeah. oh shit i don't have any time to prepare for a baby i'm 22 years old you know i literally have what four months to prepare wow. i found out super late in the game so you know i had no symptoms mm-hmm. everything was fine so when i finally did get my morning sickness like month six like five or six it was what? it was a really so late you had, you had a real life i can't believe our not i can't believe i don't the, believe the i was pregnant, pregnant story yes just about wow so you didn't show her anything no for... i didn't show until month seven Dang. i didn't have any anything see me, i would be like okay well, nothing wrong with that <laughs> i'm sure for two months you know but when you're young like that and i i really feel like young younger mothers or respected mothers really Struggle with the depression yeah. and then the postpartum because like this is again I'm going to talk about generational curses not everybody has a supportive mother a supportive family or system to too. Aid them through this because there's so many emotions you go through when you're pregnant You know, there's so many changes to your body mm-hmm. You know your mental changes too. everything just completely changes right during that time and then once that baby's here it's like rev the engine up, like there's no turning back. You right. just you gotta go with the flow yeah. at that point. Yeah. So I just remember there were just days where it was hard for me to just even hold her sometimes. And that's when I knew for me it was like that mentality of like, What's wrong? Why can't I pick my child up? And I knew something was off. But I did get the help I needed. That's the thing about me. If I feel that something's off with my mental or, you know, I just, I'm not feeling like myself, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and do what I need to do. Talk to my mom, talk yeah. to my aunties, you know, right. talk to a friend mm-hmm. and just get that out. Mm-hmm. So someone else can like better understand and, yeah. you know, have that support. Absolutely. It's very important. You know, Thank you so much for like sharing that yeah. because that takes a lot to come in front of this, you know, the world and really make ourselves vulnerable but that's what we're here to do you guys you know we're taking the glasses off We're showing you guys who we really are and we're hoping that you guys as the audience can relate to that and just you know we're trying to embrace each other we're trying to build our community and this is one of the ways we're trying to do that Um, I like that point and I like what you said about a lot of people not having that community not Mm -hmm. having that support system so I'm glad that you did but what kind of what bit of advice would you give maybe to some of those women who don't? What do you and I have my own opinion too. But what do you think? Like, are some outlets that those women can can use? For sure. Um, one simple outlet. I always I love to tell all my friends. You know this. <laughs> what you like to tell them? write it down? Yes. You do. I she talk does. about this all the time. She write does. it down. If you don't know how to express what it is you're feeling, get a pen and paper. Get your iPhone, get your Android, because I know y'all got some Android users out there. That's okay, too. But get your phone, open up your notes, and just start texting a letter to yourself. Start texting things that literally are on your brain at that very moment in time. Mm. That way you can get that out, and then you can go back and read it and just kind of reflect on how you're feeling, your emotions at that time. Right. And if you're comfortable enough, you can send that message to someone you feel like you can trust. That you can trust. And absolutely. that's so important. It's about making sure we have enough allies in our community that we can yeah. trust. You know, everybody doesn't have that mother they can run to or that auntie. So, absolutely, you know, cousin, sister, mm-hmm. a friend, find somebody that you can genuinely talk to. Mm-hmm. If you have that counselor in your environment, if you have that church leader, that figure, it is okay To talk to somebody because there's so many issues going on in this world we can't figure it all out on our own you know and another thing i wanted to mention you know as far as writing everything down as well if you're religious talk to god get on your knees and pray and talk to god and he will always provide always now, I also wanted to mention, as far as like therapy, you know, we, we discuss children, mm-hmm. adolescents, couples, mm-hmm. couples. Y'all, we have got to start talking about, you know, what we need to do as far as bettering our relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. I think especially in our community um, where there are a lot of unfortunately broken homes mm-hmm. um I'm always excited to see a black couple make it, you know, to the altar and, you know, take that that next sleep Absolutely. It's beautiful because they have that bond. They have that connection. They were able to get there somehow. I'm not saying they're perfect. Not at all. None of us are. Oh, no. But it's still possible to get there um, with the right guidance. Now, once you're there, please be mindful. <laughs> <laughs> that lovey-dovey phase. It's temporary. It's temporary. So I feel like in our community... We need to learn how to to communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we can be going through something. um, And pride, I think a lot of the time pride is what uh, debilitates people from communicating with their significant other, communicating with loved ones of any kind, our people, you know, in general, that pride can really keep some people in a little box. And, a lot of the time, if you let that build up, you're going to blow up on that person you love, and it's going to be a really terrible situation because y'all didn't talk through things ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no groundwork. There was no, there may have been a foundation, but it had cracks in it from the beginning. Right. So if that's the case. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, um, but once again, it's a, like I said, it's a perpetual cycle. You go back to slavery, the homes were broken up, mm-hmm. right? they were the slaves. They would do what? Jump the broom, right? Right. So going way back then, we had black couples and stuff on the plantations. Um, okay. Then you can even include like colorism, maybe this and a wife in the house and keep people in the field. But regardless, families were broken up. Families were sold and, you know, so I think ever since then, it's kind of been a broken dynamic where black women felt they had to be, like I said, resilient and be the man and the woman when that does not have to be the case. And I feel black men kind of felt defensive. I get that. And, you know, in this day and age... I notice it's like a trend with black men; they don't want the independent black woman. They they are turned off by the independent black woman. Ooh, she's stepping into that, that taboo land right now, y'all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've I've heard it so much, like over yeah. the past two or three months, like uh-huh. how bothered men are about mm-hmm. it, and and it's just like why why does it have to be? an alpha female Mm -hmm. versus alpha male thing. Why can't we coexist Yeah, and learn from each other? That's true. You know, a lot of people, and this may be conspiracy. A lot of people think that feminism was another mechanism to kind of divide us. They felt that wasn't our struggle. Like we should have been more focused on trying to keep our families together, opposed to our rights. But that's a really touchy, a really touchy topic. Mm -hmm. Now switching gears a little bit. I have a question for you, Mm -hmm. Kevin Sandles. Did you consider him? <laughs> was he a therapist in the black community? Was What was he doing? Was he doing his due diligence? Was he helping our people? Was he setting us back 40 years? Was he right on track? What do you think about him? You know, I, I am very fond of Kevin Samuels. I will say that as a female. And it, it's pretty much taboo for me to even say that. But, I mean, I honestly feel that way. Kevin would say things... That women just did not want to accept. I've Mm. watched so many videos where, you know, if you're going to ask a man to rate you on your looks, are you keeping up with yourself? Are you in the gym? Are you taking care of the home? Are you doing the things that you know would attract the man or, you know, the man that she would prefer to have? You want a man with money. What are you bringing to the table? You want a man to take care of you, literally lick your ass and just take care of any and everything you want. But what are you bringing to the table for this man? And a lot of women, I don't think they understand that. They feel that entitlement of like, well, I don't have to do shit. I'm a woman and he better do it. It has to be equal. It has mm-hmm. to, You have to be on equal playing grounds with that. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when he would do his interviews with women... I wholeheartedly agree with him because you, you got to do your part as a female.
1: You know? So
0: was he, would you consider him to have been a counselor or some type of person of guidance in the black community? Or was he simply just a guy who just kind of was like, hey, I'm here and this is what it is. Like, you better accept what I got to say. A little bit of both, honestly. Of both. He He definitely kept it real. And... <laughs> Just the amount of women that just didn't like what he had to say. It wasn't what they wanted, but it was the truth. So when I first heard about him, of course it was the sound bites, right? The little edits, the yes. clips put together of like things he was saying. I'm like, Oh hell nah. What are you talking about, man? But I told myself, I said, Okay. I said, let me take two hours of my time and I'm gonna actually listen to one of his episodes. I said, let me I guess devil's advocate or take myself outside the situation and just really think about what he's saying. So when I did that, it was an episode, he was talking to a woman who I believe she had been divorced. She had like a teenage daughter. She was already 40 and she is with this guy since like they were very young. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, and she was attractive. Right. Um, She was like, you know, I just, Kevin, I need advice from finding the perfect man. So long story short, he talked to her for a while and he was really trying to make her see it wasn't that bad. Did he put his hands on you, this and that, the other? None of, she couldn't be like, no, I just kind of like outgrew it. So his thing was, okay, chick, look, you're already 40. (laughs) You have a teenage daughter. Who is going to, uh, a, what he called it, a high-value? High-value man. Mm-hmm. He was like, what high-value man is going to start dating a woman who's over 40 and has a teenage daughter? Like, that's a lot going on. And at the same time, a lot of women are uncomfortable dating a man when they have a teenage daughter. I know when my mother got divorced, that was a thing. Like, I really don't want men around. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that's another thing, too. He was like, make it work. Mm-hmm. And she was like, don't oh, know. So I feel he had a lot of good points and i feel unfortunately a lot of us didn't understand where he was coming from he didn't have to be so blunt with the rating system but there are a lot of women who feel entitled mm-hmm. and may feel oh, okay i'm i'm bringing this and that you know mm-hmm. so i understand both sides of it right i really do i feel his approach was a little a little extreme <laughs> but let me let me add this in as well it was definitely extreme mm-hmm. the problem this is my this is the one thing that i kind of just kind of had an issue with a lot of women don't listen. They don't stop and listen to what he had to say. If he, if a lot of them would have just stopped mm-hmm. for a minute, let the man talk instead of talking over him, mm-hmm. having an attitude. It's his opinion. You, you don't have to agree with it. Yeah, you that's know? true. But just to listen. You're the one that called in. That's you true. wanted the advice that's from this true. man. You already knew what you exactly. were getting yourself into say. when you called the hotline. You know? So, at that point, I think that's a lot of women's issue. Not all women, but a lot that will call into the show if you don't, you're not listening to what the man is telling you. So, I'm going to play devil's advocate because we have a show, lots of different perspectives, mm-hmm. right? So, I hear what you're saying, but let me try to be on the other side yeah. of it. So, a lot of people are probably like, okay, I called in to get advice from this man. He is belittling me. He is putting me in, you know, thinking he's putting me in my place and all this, but... You have to understand. If you're, I guess, people aren't realizing you're asking for a certain situ- certain situation mm-hmm. to happen in your life, but none of the ducks are lining up. The type of person or man that you're trying to deal with is on a different level, a different playing field. But they're just not. You know, I guess they've saved the wife material because yeah. they may have the baggage that comes with it. Indeed. So it's like <laughs> this whole this whole conversation is very like it's it's like walking on ice. It's very taboo for our community because people are really divided down the middle when it comes to Kevin Samuels. Very. <laughs> and you have to really understand if you are calling in or watching into somebody's live and want to interact with this person who feels they know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. apparently you want to hear their opinion. Yes. So you're g- going to come on their platform and just either accept it for the harsh truth that it is mm-hmm. or his opinion or whatever or don't, don't. Take part. Don't listen. Don't participate. And a lot of women are in denial about, I guess, who they are. They want that validation. They want to hear what they want to be told, not the honest truth. Right. And I think a lot of attitudes come out when it's like, oh, well, that's not what I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get what you want to hear. You're going to get what he's – you're asking him to basically, you know – Tell you about yes. yourself, yeah, and you've never had anyone just do that. So yeah. it's hard for some women to just you know mm-hmm. go through life like take oh, a I'm look not at like that, take a yeah. look at self, and actually mm-hmm. look in the mirror, be realistic, and understand where you are in life. Do you deserve that multimillionaire? Do you deserve that billionaire? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What do you have to show for it? What do you have to bring to the table besides some coochie? You know what I'm saying? You can get that anywhere. For some days that may be enough, but a lot of people yeah. want something of substance. And if you're considered a high-value man, perhaps you want something of substance. That's usually the Perhaps the case. you want that trophy and you want something of substance. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, Mormon, will, when it comes down to that, a real solid situation, they will take the substance over the physical any day. Any day. Guaranteed. Which actually brings me up. I'm so glad that you actually mentioned that. As far as going back to you talking about couples and yeah. talking... And communicating, the cheating rate for men. Oh, here we go. Get that wine, girl. What What is it that you think, in your opinion, would make a man just go by the wayside? You know. What do you mean, like just discard him and be done with him? Or what are you saying? So basically, stepping out. Yeah, stepping out. Basically. What are reasons? Yeah. What are reasons in your opinion? There's a lot of reasons, and it, like I said, it goes back to not having that foundation, not having those communication skills going in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a matter of thinking that the fairy tale phase will last forever when it doesn't. That's not. It's not factual. It's not. It's not realistic. At all. It's not realistic. Um, if you're someone over the age of twenty five and you're looking for something serious, yeah. you have to lay the groundwork. <laughs> you know Everybody. what I'm saying? Like you have to. And I feel once again not having everybody in your business but somebody. One person. Mm-hmm. A person who may be an elder or someone who has a little experience in that arena. Right. Because if you don't know what you're talking about, don't come to me. I don't want you to someone who has never been in a long term relationship, never been married. I don't want you coming to me talking to me about my situation. Because what can you tell me? Nothing. I, I need nothing. someone who's experienced it, lived it if to be able ready? to give me advice. Or I'm not gonna be receptive. Oh. So, it's another thing, like I said, going back to pride. People who are prideful and don't want to take part in taking advice from people, let it be your grandma or Kevin Samuels, yeah. then you will find yourself not being able to maintain a solid relationship with anybody, let alone a significant other. That makes sense. Maybe not even your own mother. Right. <laughs> you know, anybody. It be any female. You're too prideful. Awesome. Yeah. And anybody. What, what do you feel people can do to... Kind of break that pride wall down. Like, what what would you consider some like outlets for people to like start with that breaking cycle? First, it takes self reflection, and when you ask somebody an opinion about yourself, like if you're going to go onto a platform like the one that Kevin Samuels mm-hmm. had, are you going to ask somebody and if they tell you about yourself and you're like, what? What are you talking about? I don't see that. Then you're not being receptive. I feel with anybody, even with us, being best friends, I yeah. feel like every once in a while it's good to be like, hey girl, let's check in. Like, Absolutely. How are we? Like, What's what's going on? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. Even sometimes if we're not communicating as often as possible, there may be something going on. You yeah. may be busy with life or it may be some real heavy bullshit that's going on. Indeed. But you need to know, and I'm telling you, forget the cameras. It's okay. Whatever you're going through, you call me. I'm a call You in Vegas, I in yeah. Atlanta, but it's okay. I got you. And I got you. Exactly. So and people, we got you too, right? <laughs> so people need that. I think yes. that there. If you don't have this, what do you do? You said go to God, talk to God about mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of there's outlets out there, guys. Indeed. Use your resources. Um, there's all kind of stuff, and then oh, you know what we did not touch on? We're not touching. When it comes to the therapy component, domestic violence. Oh, Ooh. we didn't talk about that we yet. Did not. That's a, touchy one, that's a very touchy situation yeah. once again if you feel yourself going through a situation like that you need to talk to somebody mm-hmm. it is okay forget all the other stuff when it comes to that you better put your pride aside ain't nothing too prideful bruises and all that talk yeah. to somebody i think because i know people who have been through stuff like that oh, definitely shame embarrassment can be reasons that people keep that kind of stuff to themselves, but I'm here to tell anybody who's listening now, I'm here to tell anybody who's listening now that if you're going through something, if somebody's putting their hands on you, male or female, because guess what? The other way I feel that is just as toxic. Oh yeah. If a woman is beating on her dude, (laughs) that's not cool and he's just taking it. We know he's stronger, but if he's just taking it and nothing's happening both ways, it's not good. Indeed. Once you get to that point where you're putting hands on people, y'all need to part ways. Indeed. Period. Once that situation is, like, unfolding, it's like, there's no reason to stay with somebody in that situation. Like, get away. It's too toxic. Agreed. And, I mean, it's it's more, it's not even domestic. Mm-hmm. Verbal abuse as well. Oh, yeah. That's okay. You know, that, I think that's a little more serious nowadays, dealing with the verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like we said, Help is necessary for, like, these situations and everything. Right. So go get help, please. Talk to somebody. (laughs) Just a quick recap. Talk to somebody, you guys. Mm -hmm. If you are not yet ready to take that step to talk to a counselor or a religious advisor, start at home. Mm -hmm. Talk to someone you consider a really good friend, a close advocate, your parents, I mean, someone that you can trust and that you know, hey, I need to... I need to pour out what's heavy on my mind right now. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with a lot because all of us go through things. Life is a, a roller coaster. Indeed. It's not going to stay peachy all of the time. Mm-hmm. Things do happen in life and we have to learn how to get the help we need, overcome, and then deal. Deal, but then move on. Of course. And then it's going to happen again. Maybe not at that same extent, but we got to be able to so our, girl, persevere girl persevere yeah the but. resilience is good but we need it takes a village pretty much mm-hmm. don't do it by yourself don't be resilient by yourself all the time because we need that help absolutely you know what i'm saying like we're human so Indeed. good stuff right absolutely baby there's more to come you already know you guys we're just touching the surface um we want to thank you all so much for tuning in to our very first episode of dynasty See, queens please. we're super excited for everything else to come and what that's a wrap that's a wrap all right cheers